Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, the 15th day of February, 2023. In the year 399 B.C., the Greek philosopher Socrates is sentenced to death in the city of Athens. His crime is complex by today's standards and was partly religious. It seems, and that is the best we can do, he disagreed with the idea of human failures of the Greek gods. The Greek pantheon of gods often showed human traits and weaknesses. Speculate is all we can do. Socrates did not write his thoughts down or author books that we can use as a primary source. He had two students, Plato and Xenophon. Then there was Plato's student Aristotle, who was born about 15 years after Socrates died. So the best we have is second or third hand information. 1493, Christopher Columbus describes his discoveries in an open letter during his return voyage to Portugal. The letter is widely distributed in the months and years after he arrived back in Europe. The city of St. Louis is established in 1764. At the time, the area was in Spanish control. Mustard is first manufactured in America in 1768. The common condiment has a couple of origins. The earliest may be in China, about the time of Socrates, or before. The Romans were experimenting with the idea of blending the ground seed, and that might be the origin of the name mustard. They were mixing unfermented grape juice, or must, with the seeds, and calling it burning must, or mustum ardens. Charges of treason against Jefferson Davis are dropped in 1869. While Davis was the president of the Confederacy, it would take a deeper dive into where the arguments began to say where the treason might have lied. In fact, there was little evidence of actual treason. The Confederacy were not trying to overthrow the United States, just remove themselves and fix the issues they saw. As I have mentioned before, a few of their points the United States has incorporated or at least debated. Presidential term limits for one. The Confederate president could serve a single six-year term. President Hayes signs a bill that allows female attorneys to argue cases before the Supreme Court in 1879. The middle of February is getting quite late in terms of severe wintry weather, but heavy snows are not uncommon in the lower Midwest and further south. A couple of years ago, we were getting about six inches here in southern Indiana on this day. And a heavy wet snows are not rare in early March. In 1895, nine inches of the white stuff falls on New Orleans. That is unusual. The average low for the Crescent City is about 45 degrees in February. Photographer and actor Alan Arbus is born in 1916. He's best remembered as Dr. Sidney Freeman on the television series MASH. An interesting note on things in Hollywood, in the series... Freeman appears contemporary with Hawkeye Pierce, played by Alan Alda, and much younger than Colonel Potter, played by Harry Morgan. Morgan was born in 1915, Arbus in 1919, and Alda in 1936. The second delivery of a medicine arrives in Nome, Alaska via overland dog sled in 1925. The crisis will be the genesis of the Iditarod dog sled race. There's an assassination attempt on President Franklin Roosevelt in 1933. The president is unharmed, but the Chicago mayor, who is traveling with him, is mortally wounded. Maybe the only thing of value to come out of Nazi Germany was the Volkswagen Beetle. 
Adolf Hitler announces plans to build the car in 1936, calling it the People's Car. The Rosie the Riveter poster is produced and is posted around Westinghouse plants in 1943. One source calls it wartime propaganda. I find the use of the term propaganda to be inflammatory and maybe itself propaganda. The definition of the word is information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. I would ask, how is the campaign, we can do it, biased or misleading? But we could call much of the mainstream media today propaganda and be well within the definition. The Disney film Cinderella premieres in 1950. The story has many parallels across history. But French author Charles Perrault's 1697 writing is the basis for the Disney version. The Grimm brothers had their version published in 1812. It's called The Little Ash Girl and is more violent than Perrault's. The United States and Canada develop a series of early warning radar stations across northern Canada, officially known as the Distant Early Warning Line, or Dew Line, in 1954. The reason for this location is a point of geography known as the Great Circle Route. Because Earth is a sphere, it's often a shorter route to fly north towards the pole rather than remain on a specific latitude. It looks funny on a flat map, but the Earth is not flat. Sound recordings are granted federal copyrights for the first time in 1973. The 100th episode of Cops airs in 1992. Reruns and similar formatted programs are still popular. Did you know that there was an animated sequel to the 1953 film Peter Pan? I didn't either. Called Return to Neverland, it's released in 2002. Turning a bit of a corner, I heard an interesting religious thought recently. Paul, in his first letter to the church at Corinth, makes the case that charity, which is often interpreted as love, is more powerful than prophecy, knowledge, and great words. Maybe we could distill this down to actions speak louder than words. But thought that's really profound, we should apply the attributes Paul uses to describe charity or love to God. That is a reasonable extension. Reread 1 Corinthians chapter 13, substituting God for the word charity. So much of what we experience in terms of intangible qualities are in the Judeo-Christian worldview attributes of God radiating from Him. Creativity, loyalty, and love to name a few. One point that is distinctly Judeo-Christian is the idea that God is loving and not angry. Look at any number of pagan religions. They are all trying to appease an angry God or more often gods. There is a place or two where that thinking invades Christian dogma and in my opinion, shows their pagan roots. When you proclaim that God suffereth long, is kind, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, bears all things, and endures all things, that is really profound. That's History and Comment for the 15th day of February. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.